fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me give you the opening phrases of a new book that is out. That is, uh, I think, a, a little bit, uh, a little bit terrifying when you when you realize what we're talking about here. When a society begins to unwind, chaos ensues. It's now crystal clear that our opponents want to create confusion, undermine basic truths, and take down America. The opponents can be recognized by what they want to tear down, the family, traditional morality, gender, public order, public safety, public police protection, freedom of speech, religious liberty, abortion restrictions, the military, America, Israel, and the Christian religion. It's an all-out assault on Western civilization. What name shall we give those nihilists? For here, let's call them the desecrators. The author of those words in 60 seconds. Well, the, uh, the word of the day over at Sleepy Joe's uh, Playhouse at the White House is inflation. Not that he remembers the word of the day or most words on any days, but inflation is coming. We've been telling you forever that inflation, if it kicks in because of the spending and the printing we're doing, it's a real problem. And once wages go up because of it, it's game over because you're in a spiral that you just have a very hard time uh, getting out of. I don't know how we get out of this. Um, the, the head of global economics at the Bank of America, Ethan Harris, said just last week, when we get this broad-based increase and it starts making its way to wages, you're way behind the curve and the Fed better start moving. Well, I don't know what they're going to do. I can tell you what you should do, and that is protect yourself with something physical, something tangible, something that has proven itself to be a hedge against insanity time and time again, and that is gold or silver, precious metals. One additional week, Goldline is extending their special on historic $5 gold Indians and Liberty Coins. Call them to find out how you can qualify for free gold and silver when you acquire these historic items. It's 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Matt Schlapp is uh, joining us now. Uh, He is the chairman of CPAC, the American Conservative Union, also the author of The Desecrators, a new book that comes out tomorrow. Hi, Matt. How are you? Hey, Glenn. Great to be with you. Um, I want to start. I want to start actually on something that um, I got a, throughout the book. It talks about um, you and um, and your wake up, your personal transformation, um, realizing that what you always believed about America, that Democrat and Republicans, we we can disagree. But, you know, we work together and and uh, liberals eventually become conservatives. You're saying that's no longer the case. Can you give me the wake-up call that yeah, that's, you had? That's a, that's a great question. The wake-up call I had was my wife is working for President Trump in the White House. Uh, we have been 
fixtures in Washington, D.C. for quite a while. I'm 54 years old. I, we both worked and met under uh, in President George W. Bush's White House. Um, so we've kind of had our whole professional career here in Washington, D.C. We have tons of friends in the media. We have tons of friends who are Democrats. Um, I've worked on all kinds of bipartisan efforts. And uh, what I realized is like the curtain uh, was ripped apart under Trump. And what you realized is that they don't like us. They don't respect us. They think we're bad. They're trying to destroy us. And they actually don't believe in America. And it was a long time coming to this. But, uh, you know, I had to get there. Their arrogance is astonishing. I don't know if you saw the news. It just came out from the CBC. Um, but Justin Trudeau, later this afternoon, is going to be invoking the Emergency Powers Act, which has never been used in Canada. Um, and it sounds to me like martial law is coming. They're going to do something to these truckers. And they... They describe these truckers and the same thing here with anybody who is, you know, not woke enough. They describe us really almost like vermin. Well, you know, Glenn, it's a little bit our own fault. And I'm and I know that's provocative to say I'm going to say it's a little bit my fault. We had this idea that we could be the leave us alone caucus. You know, we're going to live our lives. We're not overly judgmental on how others live their lives. The government should leave us alone. And yes, the uh, the left will take over universities and school boards. And we kind of rolled our eyes at that. And we knew that we'd raise our kids to have common sense. And we come to some kind of uh, some kind of resolution on all this. And what we didn't realize is that in being a little meek and a little too polite and a little quiet, we turned over the whole dang thing to the keys to everything to them. And now mm-hmm. they view us as they view us as sheep. They view us as meek. They think that they can dominate us, even though they're a strong minority where we have more numbers than they have. And, uh, and so what I see happening in Australia and Canada and in our big cities in America is the fascist left saying, well, this is our moment to strike. We can finally get rid of these. Yeah. And they really mean that I was, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, interested in uh, having you explain Desecrator. I mean, that's the name of the book, and uh, you make it very, very clear why you chose that. But it is a provocative word, and I think you're accurate. Explain. Well, my co-author, Deal Hudson, and I were talking, and he said, you know, initially we thought we'd write a book on cancel culture, and he had approached me because my wife and I had been so you know, had been so canceled uh, by our old world and old friends and everything about our life. And he's like, you really ought to tell the story. And we were starting to write it. And it was his idea. He said, you know, it's really not cancel culture. That's more of a political term. That's like, okay, you get shut down, you lose your job, you lose your Facebook page, whatever. Desecrators uh, incorporates this idea that there's a spiritual component to this. Why is the left going after all the things that make us happy, that are truthful, that are holy, that are transcendent, that are unique? Uh, Why are they going after all the pillars of these things at exactly the same time? Gender, the family, faith, America's role in the world 
the idea of truth and what, what that words mean something in the Constitution. They're going after all those things at the same time. We believe that's because there is a spiritual battle going on in this country and in civilization. And we think the devil is very cocky. And we think he that he views this as a moment where maybe not just America, but this whole idea of civilization would come crashing down. We actually think in the book, we describe this, this is the moment we're in. We think we can win it, but my Lord, people have got to wake up to what we're facing. I mean, quickly, really quickly. This, this has to be a great awakening in, in every sense of that word. It has to happen right now. I, I was talking to CPI the, the, and the Freedom Caucus on Friday at their, um, at their convention, and I, um, I said, you know, we're, we are, it's a finish to the wire one of us, if we wake up quickly, we win. If we wait, you know, any any longer, they're building their cages right now. And they're moving as fast as they can. We can still win, but it's going to be right down to the wire. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. And I live in Virginia. I live in this commonwealth. And look, ordinary moms and dads and teachers and coaches and cops, Led the way. People are waking up. That's why our theme at CPAC is going to be America awake, not woke. Um, and yes. this, this is we have got to have a great America unwokening and unwakening. And it's got to start right now. You know, what's funny is most people don't know this, but uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, the the group of people that were really the most um uh, active in stopping slavery and supporting Abraham Lincoln was a group called the wide awakers and they were wide awake and they were pushing, wake up people, stay awake, be wide awake. You have to see what's going on. And I can relate to that now. I can, you know, the Bible's replete with examples of, of Jesus and God, uh, uh, warning us to stay awake and, this idea of vigilance is really important now because who would have thought these people would be like trying to like propagandize our kids about every tiny little thing. It's like, we've got to be aware of everything now. And I think, uh, boy, the reference to Lincoln is perfect because that was a moment when it was a question of whether America would survive. And I think we're at that moment again. I, um, I don't disagree with you. And I, I'm glad to see that you're bringing the spiritual aspect into it because, um, you know, do you know who James Lindsay is? Yes. The uh, mathematician. Yeah. So he's not a God guy at all. Um, he's not an atheist anymore. Um, and yeah, I was talking to him a few months ago and I said, hey, you know, how, how do you describe this? And he said, Glenn, you know, I don't use these kinds of terms. Uh, he said, but the only way to describe what's being done is evil. And I think right. if you really look at it, I mean, just just what you wrote, just that list in the in the book, education, what's being done to our kids is evil. The media, the lies, the distortion, the the smears, it's evil. Um, <laughs> entertainment, corporate America, what's happening with sports, all of the things that are going on with the police, freedom of speech, religious liberty, right. abortion. It's all evil, evil. And the virus, as, a, as the father of five kids, what I've witnessed with the virus is a real attempt to separate kids from their parents. 
the kids go yes. to schools, even schools that are well-meaning, and they and they, they teach them this idea that they're going to kill grandma if they don't take these certain steps, and that if you're not vaccinated, you're going to, you know, cause an international, you know, death toll. And 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 parents that have a more common sense approach to these things, or religious leaders that have a more common sense approach to these things, it creates huge division between the young and the old. So it's just getting worse. And you know, Glenn, the other thing is I'm a simple man, and I know this, that um, when you do what God wants you to do, it brings you joy. Even if your circumstances are desperate and tough, it brings you joy. They call it ecstasy in a spiritual sense, because you know you're doing what you were put on the earth to do. To do. Mm-hmm. I ask you, have you ever met one of the, these desecrators who was happy or joyful? I've never. No. And I can't, I can't, I often think I can't imagine living like that. They're always so miserable, miserable. I mean, you know me, Matt. I, I'm not exactly a happy-go-lucky optimist, but I'm a happy right. guy. I really am. And it, they never are. What is the, um, what's the, what's the first thing we have to do, Matt? The first thing we have to do is we have, to, I call it the Trump whispering, and I give these stories in the book of how people would walk up to me and whisper in my ear about how they love Trump, but they didn't want to say it loudly. And and what I realized is that that's how it is in everything. Uh, If you want to have a a traditional view of America, if you want to talk about questions of race and you're a white guy, you have to whisper. You have to find someone who won't yell at you or call you a name. That has to end right now. No more whispering. I know you might lose your job. Your kid might not get into the fancy school. Your kid might not be the, you know, the starting forward on the basketball team. There are ramifications, but think about this. What you're giving up in your silence is the future of this country. And if what I learned when we did these CPACs around the globe, including with the kids in Hong Kong, when we were the first people to protest with them, mm. these kids all came up to me in their broken English and said, for the very first time, we think America has our back. America stands for freedom. If America yeah. goes away, we go away. And that is, I hate to say it, but that is the tragedy of our moment. We're in this conversation in America about insane ideas that the left is pushing. But what's really behind all of this is the end of order in the whole globe. And we're the lynch mm-hmm. So we better stand up. Thank you, parents and cops and coaches in Virginia. Now let's all the rest of us do it. Matt Schlapp, the chairman of the American Conservative Union, author of a book, comes out tomorrow, The Desecrators, Defeating the Cancel Culture Mob and Reclaiming One Nation Under God. Highly recommend The Desecrators. Matt, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. God bless. Thank you, Glenn. God bless you. So the left loves to divide us, and it's It's really the core of their existence, to divide and destroy you're not an american you're gay or you're straight you're male or you're female you're black or you're white that's how they see the world through tribalism and everyone is a victim nobody's focusing on what is what makes us great what makes us strong the fact is we're a melting pot of a whole bunch of different individuals and risk takers who have the opportunity to to take those risks to do the crazy thing that everybody says is nuts because of our freedom. These are the kinds of things that you're going to learn with your kids in the Tuttle Twins books. They're courageous heroes and inspiring entrepreneurs. 
the books profile in uh, individuals who made a difference, who changed the world, who stood up for what was right and challenged the world and made it better. Others took chances, innovated, succeeded. They all should inspire our kids, and we have lost all of those stories. These and other Tuttle Twin teen books are on sale for Valentine's Day. If you don't have teens, they're also doing a steep discount on their children's series as well. $50 for all 12 books and all of their activity workbooks. So go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go right now and get this Valentine's deal. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids and your teens sane in this crazy world. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. We have uh, quite an interesting, um, quite an interesting uh, Wednesday night special coming this week. Uh, I'm not going to give you all the details um, because I don't want to give anybody advance warning. But the question has always been, uh, who's really running the White House? I mean, is it Biden? Who's really running it? A lot of people will say, oh, it's the chief of staff that's running it right now. No. No, um, we got a tip on something, and we've pursued it, and it has taken us to Alice in Wonderland will make more sense than this. Um, You'll see the real power in the White House, who really is uh, calling the shots. And, I mean, we joke, I joke with my staff all the time. I'm like, you know... You're not helping me become more popular with people that, you know, have everything to lose and are not good people. This isn't helping. Um, But you need to know it, and we will tell it to you on Wednesday. Uh, I I urge you to please go to blazetv.com and become a member of the Blaze TV. It will be be the Alamo. Uh, We will tell you the truth as long as we can possibly do it and uh if they take us off if if i have to walk from town to town i'll do the same and prepared for it so make sure you join us blaze tv get your subscription now use the promo code glenn and save it is blaze tv.com slash glenn promo code glenn well let's see uh hmm is this happening a lot faster, Pat, than you than you thought? Um, what the implosion of the of the planet? <laughs> the, yeah, the implosion of everything we hold dear. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's yeah. happening faster than I thought it would. Yeah, and, and mm. you and I, we've talked about this forever, and we've talked about birth pangs, and you know how towards the end it's going to come <laughs> faster and faster, but it's breathtaking. It is really breathtaking. Yeah. Things are and happening that just a f- short while ago you would have never d- dreamed were possible. No way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, they're running, running roughshod over the Constitution. Nobody cares. They just ignore it. And he, when, it's, when it's brought up, uh, they still don't care. They just deny it and move on. They're, they're, pretty, they're pretty good at this. We were having, a, I had dinner with, uh, I don't know, um, eight or nine people the other, the other day. Um, 
and we were sitting around and people started talking nonsense. And uh, I said, you know, I, I, I hate to be this guy, but I, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story about Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin, I think it was in 75, 74, 75, said, I can't, I can't hang out with my friends anymore who are just talking about trifles. It's mm. what's happening in the world is way too important. You have to have those conversations with people. Um, you know, they don't want to hear it, whatever. You, you've got to have those conversations with people and start steering away from those people who just don't want to hear it or don't want to think about it. Because you need to. You need to. And you need to find like-minded people that will help others when this all hits the fan. The Glenn Back Program. How long have you had your current mobile service? Are you one of those people who have bounced around from seemingly good deal to seemingly good deal? You know, carrier, one carrier to the next, only to find out you're still really paying through the nose no matter where you land. Or you're the type of the person who's been with the same company forever, despite the fact that you're also paying through the nose. How would you like to actually not pay through the nose? How would you like to not have your money being used to further abortions with Planned Parenthood? Because if you're a Verizon customer, that's what's happening. And a lot of these big cell phone companies, they're doing the same thing. I mean, it's like Coca-Cola. They're, you know, they're part of this. Get away from those guys. Make a switch. Do business with people who appreciate you, believe the same things you do, and are fighting every single day in real and tangible ways. Switch to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Go there now or call 972-PATRIOT. You're not going to pay through the nose. You're going to be with like-minded people. You get the same great service. If you're a veteran or first responder, you'll save even more. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Check out Glenn's latest book, The Great Reset, right now at Glenn'sNewBook.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. It is Valentine's Day. Um, I was working on a uh, painting. I wanted to have it done for Valentine's Day and just haven't had a chance to finish it. So maybe next Valentine's Day. But um, it's of this old couple walking down the street and they're holding hands and they're both so hunched over. You know, they're just they not by choice. They're just kind of almost looking down at their feet as they're walking. But it's their holding of hands um, that I focus on. Um, I'm going to call the painting Young Love because I think that's the, at least that's the goal for me and my wife. By the way, honey, sorry I'm not home. Valentine's Day. I love you. The goal for my wife and I is to grow old together. To be that couple that is walking down the street holding hands. You know, when I was growing up, it was, it was, it was different. We, people didn't get divorced. My grandmother yelled at me when I got a divorce. She said, you think your grandfather and I liked each other all those years? And I was like, well, yeah, up until now, yeah, grandma. She said, no, we loved each other. You get through those moments. 
And they, there's something about old couples that are just magical. Dave Isay is uh, with us. He's the founder of StoryCorps. Uh, if you've ever listened to NPR, they do StoryCorps, uh, and they, they play it on uh, NPR uh, and have for a very, very long time. But it's, it's not a liberal or conservative thing, and Dave has brought some of just those great stories uh, over to this audience, which I so appreciate. Dave, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Glenn? I'm good. Happy Valentine's Day. Good. Um, yeah, you too. Uh, I, great, beautiful, beautiful intro about your um, your the the painting. And I have to say, now oh. now a lot of people say to me, I hear you on the Glenn Beck show, so it's not only an NPR thing anymore. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That well, that's one of the <laughs> yeah. things we talked about. These stories really should happy. be yeah, yeah, universal. Um, so let's start with you. Brought a couple of stories with you, and I love both of them. So I want to get to both. So can we start with Lyle and Carly? Yeah, sure. So, um, so this is uh, a very simple, so as, as, as you said, you know, with, with StoryCorps, we have everyday people across the country um, coming into one of our trailers and telling the stories of their lives. And this is, we've had, we've had about um, 700,000 people across America do this, say, I'll go to the Library of Congress. And this is an excerpt of a conversation between a 90-year-old grandpa, uh, Lyle Link, and his daughter, Carly. And he talks about growing up uh, in his, on his family's farm in Wisconsin. And it is a love story. Listen. Listen to this. My father believed that any man that needed a vacation should get a different job. Because for him, those 110 acres was the whole world, and he needed nothing else. But farming wasn't for me. I wasn't happy picking corn or shoveling manure. Although milking cows was good because I could sing opera in the barn milking cows, and that was great. It sounds like you were the black sheep. Yeah. I drove my poor father nuts. He couldn't understand me. I remember his saying one day, Son, you cannot think the thoughts you think. My brother was totally a farmer. He never made another footstep that my father hadn't made before, and I couldn't walk in my father's footstep to save my soul. So I... The day came, I left. Tell me about how you met Grandma. She came to the church that we attended, and I said to her, someday I'm going to ask you to marry me. And I took her hand, and it went from there. You and Grandma had so many adventures in your lives. You bet. Your honeymoon was just driving across the country. Yes, I had a 36 Chevy, and I was able to lay a mattress in the back seat. And we spent our first night in that car on the bluff over the Mississippi River. My father, by the way, did not approve of that kind of outrageous living. But I was willing to break new ground. And your grandma really was ready to break new ground. Yes. I know that um, it's hard to talk about grandma, but what made you love her so much? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It was something I couldn't help. Hmm. We have been in love for almost 70 years, and she now died. And all I can say is that life was so beautiful. Is. It is so beautiful. I'm terribly, terribly lonesome. She was pretty amazing. Very, yeah. Do you have any regrets, Grandpa? Grandpa. 
No. Well, no, we lived a wonderful life. I think when we got married, we made all new tracks, and we never stepped in any old tracks. I want you to do the same thing. Live with courage. That is just remarkable. So simple and so remarkable, Dave. Well, you know, it's the, it's the grace that's hiding in plain sight all around us when we take the time to listen. These are, these are our stories. You know, we talk about this every time I come on. You know, we, we're in, in the 24-hour news cycle. You know, we're just, we forget mm-hmm. who we are as Americans, and this is, this is who we are. It's as simple as that. And, you know, the last words, those last three words, live with courage, that he tells his granddaughter. I mean, what, what else do we need to know? in order to live a good mm. life. I mean, like you said, all you want, yeah. all you want to do is end up as an old person holding, uh, holding hands with, with your, with your wife, you know, live with courage. That's, that's it. We make things so complicated and so messy and they're not that complicated. They're really not. Listen, you know, a, the, uh, assume the best in others. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the other story you have, you brought to share um, is, I mean, you want to talk about live with courage, um, yeah. how good things come from adversity and just doing the next right thing. Um, yes. Tell me about Philip and Ruth before we start. Sure. Th- this is a story that was recorded just a couple of weeks ago. Um, this is a guy named Where? Philip. Um, he's, this was recorded in Connecticut. Um, okay. And um, Philip is 91 years old, and he mm-hmm. told the story in a StoryCorps interview about being an 11-year-old in a concentration camp, uh, and he got separated from his parents, and he saw that there were two lines forming. One had kids um, and old people, and another had um, people who looked like they could work. Uh, And he figured out what was going to happen to the people who were on the line with the kids and old people. So he made a split-second decision, um, and he ran to the other line and uh, wanted to tell the story with his wife, Ruth, about the quick decision that saved his life. So let's listen. Here's a story from Philip and Ruth. I saw a woman standing with two girls, and she was a nurse. So I went over to her, and I asked her, would you be kind enough to take me as your son? She said, if they let me live with two children, maybe they let me live with three. Hold on to my dress. We survived. And even though I saw her only for 15, 20 minutes, I never forgot her face. I was able to come to the United States in 1947. I was 17 years old. Can you describe life after that? Years later, a fellow got married, and I didn't want to go to the wedding. I didn't have fancy clothes. Also, I don't dance. But I went and sitting on the table, I said, I come from the town of Belitsa. A lady was sitting next to me. She says, you know, a girlfriend told me a story. They saved a boy from Belitsa, and we don't know if he's alive. When she finished telling me the story, I realized that I am the boy. I says, where do they live? And I called the lady that saved me. She picked up, and I promised to come to visit her. While there, I noticed the two girls. 
they were 18, 19 years old and uh, growing up. <laughs> that was me. I was that girl. <laughs> yes. Your mother saved my life. I then married you, and that's how our family began. We have been together as husband and wife for 66 years. We had three children, seven grandchildren. So all in all, I am very thankful to be alive. God was good to us. Dave, I, I, I think my favorite part of uh, that story is, um, and you can barely hear it, when she, I assume it was her kind of tapping his hand um, mm. when they got to the happy part. And I remember yeah. my grandmother doing that to my grandfather all the time when they would tell happy stories. It was uh, yeah. something between them where it was just saying, we're still, we made it, and we're still together, and it's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the fact that it took until he was 91 for that story to get told, <laughs> you know, it's such an incredible, it's such an incredible tale, and you have the love and, and intimacy between them, and just the, you know, it's it, it's, it, it reminds us of, how lucky we are to be alive. I mean, look, look at the improbability of that story is, is just breathtaking. Yeah. It's amazing to me how we have concentrated, all of us have concentrated on all of the problems, all of the bad things. Yep. Yep. And, um, I was just thinking, um, this weekend, I think I was writing in my journal and, uh, I just, I was overwhelmed by how lucky we are. We are so yep. lucky to be born at this time, even with all of our problems, even with all of the yep. trouble in our nation and everything else. I still wouldn't want to be born at any other time and in any other country. You got it. I know. I absolutely agree. I mean, what, what, what a country this is, what a country this is. Yeah. And, you know, we talk, you and I came together, you know, at first and continue to talk about our efforts to kind of bring people across the political divides together to remember their humanity and, you know, I don't know what uh, Philip and and uh, Ruth's politics are, but you know, who cares? Lyle yeah. Link and his granddaughter, yeah. who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're American, and I think that's the way. And the, that's the way we used to be, and that's the way we where we need to go again. Um, thank you so people, much. Most people, thank you, thank you, Glenn. Most people who no, listen no. to your show, I think, are the same way. You know, ninety three percent of Americans feel this way. It's just that we don't we don't get to hear it. But th so thank you for having yep. me on. You got it. Dave, I say from StoryCorps, thank you very much. You can find them at StoryCorps.org. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor. It is Car Shield. Have you ever noticed that when your car starts making a new sound, it's never anything good? It's never. It's not like, wow, that's a new sound. Hmm. I think it's my car is going to get even better now. No, never happens that way. There was a noise that happened in my car the other day, and I called the mechanic, and he said, describe it. And I said, I can't. It sounds like it spits something out of the engine. <laughs> not, 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 not good. Not good. Uh, here's the great news. 
if you're like me, you don't have to worry about any covered repair because you have car shield. Life is unpredictable. Things come up and those big expensive things like, you know, your car spitting something out uh, is uh, is no exception. You just don't want that to happen. But if you're out of warranty, stop rolling the dice. Get Car Shield for a covered repair. Car Shield is the best. They have affordable monthly plans. You can pay as little as around one hundred dollars a month, and you're locked into the rate, so it's not going to go up on you. Car Shield takes care of everything, including dealing with and paying the mechanic or dealership of your choice, the the uh, roadside assistance, the rental car, all of it. Car Shield is the best defense against costly repairs that could have put a deep freeze on your plans and finances. Visit carshield.com slash Beck. Do it now. Carshield.com slash Beck. Save 10%. The deductible may apply. Carshield.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The big story, I think, uh, of the weekend and today has to be the fact that they now have proof that Hillary Clinton's campaign not only spied on Donald Trump as a candidate, but then hacked into the White House servers mm. and uh, were were in. I mean, that is that that's a pretty big deal. Imagine anybody else doing that. Imagine, and they, and imagine they were, if they were ahead. trying to make it look to make like it look. Uh, Trump had dealings. It was colluding with Russia uh, when they hacked in. Right. That's incredible. So bad. Incredible. Uh, Imagine if any conservative would have done anything like that. That person would be, I mean, lucky if they weren't on the for the death penalty. And in the old days, when there were consequences, something like that, because this akin to treason, what they did. Right. Um, And that that does carry the death penalty. And Trump has made mention of that. And so the only aspect of the story that's getting covered is that. And they're not telling you why he's saying these things. So they're just they're trying to make him look crazy by suggesting that the people who did this crime uh, should get the death penalty. But it's it's not outrageous because it is akin to treason. And I mean, you are hacking you're hacking into the White House servers and you're trying to i mean it, what what would we do if that was a foreign agent well we, that pro- would be treason yes uh and we probably wouldn't do it anymore but it would call for the death penalty if if he was if that person was found guilty of it so yes it's it's not outrageous and he's been right all along, but will you ever see this story on CNN or the New York Times? No, probably not. No, I no. doubt it. And yeah. no apologies to Donald Trump either for destroying his life. Yep. Based on this. This is the Glenn Beck Program.